tonight's show, we have radio personality, promoter, and fashion entrepreneur, Ms. Dia. And now, for your host, Cool Park. What's up, good people? We're back in the building, episode 17, 16 is in the bag. We are back. What day of quarantine is it? I don't know. I done lost my mind. <laughs> um, but I hope, every, I hope everyone is doing well. Um, if you know anybody who's affected, man, send out some prayers. I'm praying for everybody. I just hope we can get through this thing, make it out on the other side. Everybody can get their jobs back, man. You got people out here, 10 million, 10 million unemployment filings. That's crazy. That's unbelievable. I know a couple people that got let go today. And then all the deaths, man, like New York is really getting hit hard. So let's just say some prayers, throw some prayers up out there. And listen, this show is about bringing you value. I got some value for you today. So if you haven't been affected with your employment, you probably know somebody who has. So I have a list. See this right here? I got a list of some companies who are hiring. So I'm going to read off the list. Now, it's not going to be posted in the description, but I will put it on my Instagram story and I'll have it up there for like four days straight. So if you want to go and check it out, go check me out. Cool card, cool with a K card with a K. Check my story and you can take a screenshot of it and you can share that with your people because I know it can be very useful to somebody. All right. So, all right, go through the list real quick and then we're going to get going. All right. Who is hiring right now is Aetna, Amazon, AngelList, uh, A Place for Mom, Apple, Collage.com, CVS, Dollar General, Domino's, DoorDash, FlexJobs, Grubhub, Humana, Instacart, Intuit, Kelly Services, Kroger, LionBridge, LiveOps, Nielsen, OutSchool, PagerDuty, Papa John's, Pizza Hut, Publix, and Redox. They're all hiring, y'all. So there is employment out there if you have been struck with the furlough or the layoff. There's opportunity. So don't fold. You will get through it. It will be all right, okay? Because there is opportunity out there. Okay, so like I said, I'll have this up on my story. Y'all can go check that. Take a screenshot. Share it. Hey, man, sharing is caring. Let's, uh, let's build everybody up. Let's lift everybody up. So we're going to get into the show. Last week we had Will. Had Will Bradford, <laughs> male model from Wilhelmina, uh, one of my good friends from college. Uh, man, he's doing great things in the modeling industry. He's doing great things in just corporate America, working for the Players Tribune. So y'all make sure you check him out. Show him some love. His Instagram handle is will.entmoney. ENT Money is a website that he has, a financial website that he's going to be relaunching. So you make sure you keep an eye out for that. Now, this week, we're going radio. I'm on the radio. I used to. <laughs> this week, we're going radio. We're going to talk radio entrepreneurship. I have Miss Dia coming on the show. I've known her for a long time, and she also knows Will. So it's crazy. Back-to-back weeks. Got two people. Kind of grew up together. Um, but yes, we're going to talk radio. We're going to talk entrepreneurship. We're going to talk fashion. We're going to talk spoken word. We're going to talk everything, because she has her hands in everything. She out here hustling, y'all. All right, so without further ado, I'm going to give her a good quick intro, and we're going to bring her in. All right. Uh, hold on. Didn't hit it. Hey, y'all. I am Miss Dia, if you don't recognize me, producer and host of the show ATL Radio, director of Pretty Dope Productions, and I'm a spoken word artist.
Yes, indeed, Miss Dia. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, not that night. <laughs> yes. yes, you had many a nights, many a nights. Oh, that was a fun one. That was one of our I Love Rap shows where we uh, performed some of our favorite rap songs. So <laughs> that was a fun one there. <laughs> yes, indeed, man. It's good having you on the show. It's been a minute. I know. Thank you for having me, brother. <laughs> hey, I got to pay it forward and I got to pay it back because thank you for giving me that opportunity to get on the radio with you because yeah hey you gave me a shot you know yeah we have fun we have fun time yeah we did man we did yo you <laughs> have been on the radio for how long now but well actually yeah forever <laughs> um i actually i started my freshman year in college um, wow. I had decided not to go home. I went to college up in Kalamazoo, Michigan, up at Western Michigan University. Okay. And I just, I just didn't want to go back to Detroit for the summer. So I stayed up there. And while there, I uh, started doing my radio show. And, you know, I kind of never stopped since then. So soon after I graduated, I moved down here to Atlanta and someone told me about WRFG. And, um, you know, after college, I was thinking that I wanted to do commercial radio, but when I found WRFG uh, here in Atlanta, I was like, oh, this is me all day. You get a little so, bit more uh, freedom too, right? Hey, man, it was freedom time. Come on. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so I started back in 1998 and have been doing it ever since. Wow. Wow. I mean, 99. Sorry. Dang, girl, you've been doing it. You know, we try, we try, we try. Label in the community. So, <laughs> man, listen, let's go back to Michigan real quick because I mentioned Will. You grew up with Will, Spice Adams. And, yeah. Yeah, and a, bu- a bunch of people who actually, I know Will, had, he has a couple people who play boss. So I know you probably know him and all that. Ron Johnson. Yeah. yeah. He's a Crazy. Um, yeah, so, you know, Spice, that's my cousin. And it's funny because I, before he became popular, um, you know, online like um so while he was still playing football and everything i used to be telling people uh all the time i'm like man y'all had to see my cousin when we were in middle school he was huge you know what i'm saying like he was big he was a big boy and he used to do stuff like (laughs) like he would we would be walking through the hallways and he would like act as if an underclassman made him fall. So he'd go fall and all dramatic, all into the lockers, drop his books and all that stuff. And then he'd get up and turn like he about to go chase them. And man, if y'all could have seen some of their faces, it used to be hilarious. So, you know, we, so the same spice that y'all see in these crazy videos has been the spice that we've known all our lives. Like we, um, our parents had us go to middle school and we went to high school together. Um, I met Will in high school, um, you know, amazing brother, another amazing brother. I'm so proud of all of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, we happened to graduate from Detroit, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Senior High School. You got to say the whole name. Click <laughs> <laughs> back. <laughs> yeah. Y'all just had a, um, a high school reunion on Zoom, right? Yeah, man. So, so let me tell you. So, okay, you know, in tw- uh, tw- 19, dang, what year was this? 2019, 2018. I'm so confused on all this stuff. Uh, but in 2018 was our 20 year reunion. I was, um, I was our class president. And, you know, I always took that serious. Like, even back then when we ran for it, I took it serious. I was in my mind thinking that like, oh yeah, we got, I'm gonna have to do our 10 year reunion, our 20. That was all that was on my mind, making sure that we had dope reunions. So our class reunion really did, like we, we had a mission for our 20 year. We wanted to make sure that people understood that like, you know, time is of essence. It's important that we, you know what I'm saying? Embrace each other and all that because at the end of the day, you know, 20 to 30 year is going to change a lot. And God forbid we lose a lot of people. Yeah. But in reality, you know what I'm saying? You lose people in those 40 to 50 um, years. Yeah. So um, so we just took it real serious and we painted the city black and gold. It was amazing. We, I like to think that we inspired a lot of the other schools because after they saw how we were, like we had our little uh, slogan. It was This Is Us 98. Because if you know the TV show, This Is Us, yeah. they are same age as us they graduated from high school in 98 too so it was just it all just lined up it was beautiful yeah so the other day we well last week we decided to have a party on zoom just to you know get through this we pray you know what i'm saying like we pray and then we party (laughs) (laughs) 
party. <laughs> and we're going to do another one. I just got Ron Johnson just sent me a message like, hey, I'm ready for our next one. <laughs> oh, how many people are on there? Um, You know what? It wasn't a whole lot of people. I'd say probably about just about 40. Dude, that's enough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you graduated with like 400, you know. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, you ain't going to get everybody. But yeah, I mean, that's a good little chunk of it, though. Yeah. And, you know, they they seem to all everybody just enjoyed it. Like it's just, you know, so, just good smile during this time. So next time around, it'll probably be larger because people going to catch wind yeah. and be like, oh, like you said, Ron Johnson hit you up like, yo, let's do it. So uh -huh. have more people jump up in there. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. So, 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 so you, since you're mm -hmm. a personality and, and spoken word and all that hosting and, you know, were you like the loud mouth kid or the sassy girl when you were growing up? Cause you got, a you, know what's so, you. you got a mouth on you now. <laughs> you know what's so funny? You know what's so funny? And I swear I was thinking about this earlier today. I was like, you know, there are a few gentlemen that I've met in my older years that um they you know, they're not too fond of me and stuff because I've never been afraid to I don't know. I feel like uh, Eminem and Jay-Z, like, I've never been afraid to say what's <laughs> on my mind at any given time of day. <laughs> um, but no, ever since I was a little girl, like, growing up east side, west side of Detroit, um, I just, I, I grew up with, I grew up with a lot of um, male cousins around me, like my godbrother, may he rest in peace, uh, William, got to give a huge shout out to Will Messenger. Um, he was very, very um, he made sure that I wasn't afraid. I just wasn't afraid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah. so you know, I don't try to start a mess. I'm not one of those like, oh, I like to be petty. Or I like to be smart. Right. I don't like that. But if it's something I don't agree with, like, no, nah, I ain't going to sit here and just be quiet while y'all talking foolish. Right, right. right. <laughs> so, yeah. all right. So, so let's jump into the radio in Atlanta. What made you move to Atlanta? Because you, cause it was like, what, after, right after college, right? Yeah, it was right after college. And, um, you know, as mentioned, you know, I grew up west, uh, well, east side of Detroit. And when I um, went to college, I, you know, just one, it made me see that the world was bigger than Detroit. And then um, where I grew up at, you know, it's pretty tough. So oh. I was, you know, finding out about all the different people that were getting killed and all that stuff. Yeah. And, um, and then when I was about you know when I graduated and went back home like honest to God I just never been that afraid and I I never been afraid of Detroit and I got I was I became afraid of it like every time not even just when I left my house while I was in the house and I don't want to speak bad on my city because I love my city my city mate yeah, yeah for sure but, um, but just the reality is you know we grew up in a time where you know streets is watching and stuff had fellas thinking that oh yeah we're gonna kill the girls too we're gonna snatch up their girlfriends <laughs> no you know what i'm saying so like really it was so it was just like for me i just i was wow. afraid and i had um i went to my pastor and i kept telling i was telling him i said look i need to move i don't know where um and he had asked me he said what about atlanta and i was like no i don't like atlanta because i had only been i've been down here once and when yeah. i came you know, no disrespect to anybody, but I just wasn't used to seeing, you know, like guys dressed fully like women and all that stuff. Like we had went to Linux and I was like, what the like, what is all of this? Yeah. It was just a lot for me. I wasn't used to that. So um, I, I had totally was like, no, nah, I'm straight. But right after he told me that I ended up going, uh, this was Thanksgiving, like the day after or the night of some of my friends, we all got together. And one of my good friends, Harlan, he was living here and his fiance was living in DC and he had ended up, um, he wanted to move, you know, where she was. Mm -hmm. So he was telling us and he was just like, man, yeah. He's like, I got to leave Atlanta. He was like, I just don't want to break my lease. Right. And I was like, I'll take it. <laughs> just like <laughs> this. So I didn't know. I didn't have a job. Didn't know what. I was just like, I'll take it. So um, I went, told my mama, my mama first, she thought I was playing until she told, she, you know, she tried to push this whole like, okay, well, if you gonna move, I need you to come up with half of what you owe him for the rest of the lease, mm -hmm. because I want you getting down there. And then, you know, I'm saying y'all, you're not coming up with the money and you said, you know, getting him in trouble financially and all this stuff. Right. So man, I started making bath thoughts. Not the ones that have people biting your face off, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> so I 
I started making smell goods and all that stuff. And I was just selling them to all my friends, like trying to come up with that money. And I had planned a to-go party. And when I planned my to-go party, one of my good friends, Sparkle, she was like, I want to come too. So I was like, all right, well, let's go. So that made it where I only had to come up with half of the half that I had to (laughs) come up with. So it was cool. Um, we came up with our money and then we we moved on down here. And um, and it, at first we only had a one bedroom. So for every week we would alternate like she could have the room one week. Uh-huh. Then the next, you know, I have the couch and then she, we just alternated until the lease was up and we, um, you know, moved into two bedroom. Okay. So it was just one of those. The stars just lined up and I, I stepped out on faith. <laughs> That's what's <laughs> up, man. Yeah, man. So, so okay. So let's fast forward to WRFG. Hold on. First and foremost, hold on. You got to look at the camera. I can't have you on here looking cockeyed. You you looking over to the side. People gonna be oh, like, wait, wait, wait. cockeyed? <laughs> <laughs> Where's your camera at? Hold on. Look right there. Look right there. Am I looking at the camera now? There you now? go. Now you're looking at the camera. If I look at the camera, that mean I can't. I don't mean I can't look at you, or I can't see me right now. You can, like, no. you can okay. glance off okay. a little bit, but you gotta look at the camera because people gonna think you cockeyed. Okay, I'm not cockeyed, y'all. Just quick teeth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Side of my neck right now. He ain't messed me up like that. Damn. <laughs> uh, hey, I gotta get you right on here. You know we keep it real. Right, <laughs> right. Gotta, gotta get you right. You do the same for me. Okay, thank you. I appreciate you, brother. (laughs) Okay, let's get into WRFG because WRFG, it is an FM station, 89.3 FM WRFG. That, man, that that, that radio station is basically like historical, right? Because it's been here for a Mm -hmm. long time. And let me ask you this. Say what? Over 45 years. I think it's 40 now, 46 or 47. And a lot of people have come through there. Now, before we get into it, are you like the longest standing active personality there now? No. Oh, no, not at all. Not at all. To be honest, I'm probably in the middle. Like, I'm still a little bit treated like a baby around there. Because, um, because you know, we have... We have blues shows and jazz shows. So a lot of, you know, those... Um, those old personalities timers. and the old timers they've been there since it started that's, pretty that's much <laughs> therapy that's they get away they, they get the, away come to this yeah and spin probably put one in the air <laughs> yeah talk too much <laughs> you're talking too much hey, now hey, hey that's just speculation. speculation don't give it <laughs> right right, right. <laughs> but so you said you you fell in love with that over commercial radio. Why? Um. So when I started doing radio back in, in college, mm-hmm. initially it was about having fun. You know what I'm saying? It was kind of, well, I never only played what commercial radio was playing, but initially, you know what I'm saying? I'm 18, 19 years old and stuff. So I was playing mostly what commercial radio was playing and then just, other songs like like b-side songs stuff from the same artist and then um my degree i had a dual i did a dual degree in communicate organizational communications and african studies and when my african studies when i started taking that part serious i had to understand that i that it was nothing to play around with okay that when it came to this music, you know what I'm saying? Like, I had to represent for your people the right way. I had to represent for your people. So, um, it, and it's funny because one of my best friends, I got to give her a huge shout out today. It's her birthday, Marilyn, a.k.a. Mooch Greedy. Happy birthday. You're right. And my dad, today's his birthday, too. Hey, happy birthday, Pop. Happy birthday, um, Pappy. <laughs> but she used to beg me to play most Death, and I'd be... I ain't playing him. He born and da 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 and all this. I wouldn't play most deaf, I, or I would just wait to the last. Like okay, throw me and when I gotta use the bathroom, go to the right. bathroom. <laughs> you know. And then it was crazy um, because once, like I said, once I started taking my um, taking being a, a black woman serious, um, you know, I started doing just making sure that my show was balanced. So we still played, you know, Jay-Z and stuff like that. Um, but then we, you know, made sure we also played an equal amount of quality, most deaf, you know, uh, dead prayers and stuff like that. So um, when I moved down here, 
like I said, in my mind, I was a dreamer at first. Like, oh, yeah, you know, I can go to commercial radio and show them that you can be smart and cool and all this stuff. Um, but then it was like, I just didn't feel like fighting. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I was talking it and, and talking with people and stuff. And I'm like, I would prefer doing what I'm wanting to do at the moment instead of like fighting hoping that one day they'll hear us and then they'll give us a show so i'm like in you know in the meantime let's just do what we want to do and wrfg gave us that opportunity and i love them for that like love love that that's what you gotta do man i I say this to a lot of people who come on the show it's just like you can't sit there with your feet planted you just gotta move you can't wait Mm -hmm. on people to give you that bone you gotta go create your own you know, mm-hmm. create value for yourself. And then eventually they'll come along. And now for yeah. you, I, you know, I spoke to you years ago about that. And you were just like, you know what? I don't think I want to do commercial. I like what I'm doing because I have the freedom to play what I want to play. I'm, I'm putting on for my people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, and so for you, I think it's more gratifying to just be able to play, to really, to essentially do what radio should be anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. So that's mm-hmm. that's cool. So I, go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say, and then too, you know, every time I considered going, somebody would drop an album, and I'm like, yo, <laughs> if I go over there and it take me a year to finally, you know, what I'm saying, get something going, we gonna miss my people gonna miss this whole album, and you know, what I'm saying, and then and it didn't help being in a city where the independent artists we're putting out bangers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we do a hip hop and R and B show and I'm in a city where Ness Lee live. If y'all are familiar with the battle rap yeah. and stuff, Lee is here. Four eyes, you know, um Jaron Benson. I used to do shows, you know, we did uh, plenty of shows like with all of them. Um, you know, so you, you just had so much great music coming out of this city. Uh so for me it was always like a hey, we good. <laughs> like, you know, we we can go a little harder and we could get more support, which I truly wish our people um believed in supporting the independent. Yeah. Um, I believe that we you know, we should get a lot better with that. Um, so you know, it's always give or take, it's always the good, the bad. But uh for me, the good always outweighed the bad when it came to doing the show. Yeah. And real quick, plug your show. What's the name of your show and what days of the week are you on, Times? So it's called the show, ATL Radio, um, and we're on Wednesday night going into Thursday morning. So we're on midnight until three in the morning. Uh, right now, we're you know trying to figure out this whole um, with well you know with everything that's going on, we're trying to to incorporate um, technology a little bit more. So right now, my co-host he goes into the studio, and then I like just check in and stuff um, via Instagram or whatnot. Okay. But yeah, so we're on midnight uh, to three in the morning, Wednesday night going into you know Thursday morning, and it's a hip hop R and B slash talk program. So every show we do a talk segment. Um, so it's just you know it's a bunch of fun. We support independent artists. So if you have music, uh, we also support you know business owners. Um, authors just a little bit of everybody so if you'd like to be on the show you can always email us at the show atl radio at gmail.com or hit her up at pretty dope dia on yes. instagram hit in dm don't <laughs> <laughs> be sliding in them dms shelly <laughs> like no <laughs> yeah man yeah and that's crazy because that's where I guess that's how I met you, right? I came up there for an interview because I used to do my, you know, do the, do the, do a little rap, a little rap. And I slid, you know, I slid in here like, hey, you know, I'm thinking about doing radio. Can you throw your boy bone? And then I, Earl Grey with birth, and then you know, right. Earl, Grey. Earl Grey with the T. <laughs> right right yeah but we have good times you know I, i've i've been fortunate enough to have some amazing people host yeah. co-host through the years with uh with me yourself uh cory zuman miller who is um y'all know the comedian, comedian. carlos miller from uh wilding out he was my co-host at one time uh dress the beatnik um chicago realist so you know i've been fortunate i i, I loved i've loved what we've done i truly Mm-hmm. And then you've had a couple couple um, artists who've come on there, who've gone on to do some good things too, right? Can you talk about a couple of them? Oh yeah, um, 
shoot, as mentioned, you know, your Jaron Benson, for those who's familiar in the hip hop um, world, you know, Jaron, uh, again, Nestle, um, uh, Rhapsody, yep. Rhapsody, and uh, they all came came through some time ago. Uh, Black Milk from out of Detroit, you know, Boog Brown. Um, and you have Killer Mike, too? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had Killer Mike down there. Um, shit, I mean, well, as far as, you know, some of my favorite artists, you know, we've had Killer Mike, um, pretty much everybody from Goody Mob except CeeLo. But, um, you know, Timo, Cujo, uh, whenever they have new music, I love them so much for supporting RFG. You know what's interesting about them? Especially uh, Timo, Timo and Cujo, especially. Um, they'll let it be known to artists every time they come down there, like, y'all, stop sleeping on a station like RFG. Yeah. You know, a lot of times because it's not commercial radio, people like, oh, you know, they, they kind of treat it like they doing us a favor by coming down there. Like, yeah, I just want to come show you some love. Like, right. you ain't showing me love. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I mean, when you're talking about artists like them, but I'm talking about independent artists, you know what I'm saying? Like they, you know, they don't under quite understand that like this is a hundred thousand watt radio that's independent. Right. Um, so, yeah, so it's just been, you know, it's been a blessing being able to have them down there. KRS-One, my favorite interview, um, and it's so crazy because I really, it, I always say if I could go back to a day, I had Dr. Frances Cress Welsing, and I don't know if y'all are familiar with her, but she, uh, Fear of a Black Planet, um, amazing, beautiful woman. She passed away a couple years ago, um, but I had her on the line. And at the time, I, I recognize, I remember her from years ago being on TV, but I didn't put two and two together that that's who I had on the phone. And man, I'm telling you, every time I think about the fact that I had Dr. Weldon on the phone and didn't know what to do with it, like, oh, <laughs> but, but you know, it's all good. Hey, hey, God knows your heart. <laughs> no, my heart. <laughs> he knows. Uh, what about uh, Janelle Monet? Because I know she's out of Atlanta. You ever interview her? You know what? I haven't had her on the show, but I did. Um, I did do a performance with her before, and I also hosted um, a show that she was our headliner. Okay. Um, yeah, Black Girls Rock. So I know you do like fifty million things. You like hustle. <laughs> um, so when did you decide to start doing like start promoting the open mics? Because you had like one of the longest running open mics at the legendary Apache Cafe, which they did tore down for some condos, but Oh, ain't that crazy? Yeah, uh, man. So what what kind of sparked you to <clears throat> or motivated you to do that? I mean, because I guess it's yeah. for the for the independent artists, right? Yeah, well, okay, so I started back in college. Okay. And I wasn't inspired that my co host at the time, big shout out to Ezra um we both had to come up with our car notes and we were like <laughs> oh <laughs> we need to do something to make us some money and we didn't quite understand just how much pool we had because we were in a small town mm. um but at that time there were no hip-hop shows on commercial radio so our show was kind of like a oh it's monday night martin coming on or, you know what i'm saying yeah. something like that um so you know, we just on air had this while in the studio decided like, hey, y'all, we're going to have a blaze battle, which was an MC battle. We yeah. came up with the date like the next week. And, you know, we both walked out of there with about me, him and then our other promoter walked out with about a good four, five hundred dollars. And we was like, yo. And I was so mad because this was like right before I graduated. And I'm like, man, I could have been, <laughs> been falling up in here. Right. But um, but when I got down here, I had um, Sundays at Apache used to be amazing. Like for me to just moved down here, and it, it just used to be heaven because it was it was mainly uh, spoken word. But then you had a lot of vocalists. So like Philippia used to be in there every week. You had MCs, you know, Jaws. Big shout out to him. Yep. Um, but then it was, you know, the, it was it was home for us poets. And I used to, um, you know, I used to go down there every Sunday, perform. And then I was asked to host the first Sundays, which uh, was ladies night. Mm -hmm. So I, I um, you know, start hosting that. And I, I put in just a little bit more than what was expected. And, um, and then I just started doing my own events. And then that led to me doing booking for the club. Um, okay. But 
Yeah, so I did booking for them for, you know, a little over a year or almost two. And then I uh, said, no, I think I'll just do my own you, event. right, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, so we, we, we've done a number of different events uh, down there. And oh, it man. was. It was really for, I've never been the type to um, focus on, you know, promising the artist anything except for money. You. So, uh, you know money and um so we would do like we did an apollo show for over 10 years down there and uh you know we would give away either 200 or 400 dollars every month and um and then we did just you know we just did a bunch of other different shows but for me it was always about um have allowing artists to have a a platform having a place where they can come work on their craft Mm. and um and then you know build up their fan base your your show was like the escape and I'm going to tell you why. Because, uh, thanks, because, because when I was out there doing it, there were a lot of vultures mm. who were killing us, banking mm-hmm. on our hope and our dreams to make it big. And everybody had a showcase that you had to pay five, six, seven hundred dollars because they were going to have Jazzy Faye there. <laughs> they were going to have Toomp there. They were going to have this, that, and the third there. And you could get studio time with them and work on their new project. And, you know, it, the list went on. And you didn't get any of that. Mm-hmm. None of it. You know what I'm saying? And it was just so many people trying to take advantage. But with your show and your events, you could go there, you know, and, and really just perform without the pressure and mm-hmm. a good audience. And it was your peers, but it was peers that wanted to hear good music. It wasn't peers that just yeah. sit there and look at you and wait for their time to go up on stage. Because that's yeah. all that was when they would do those shows and you had to pay five, six hundred dollars. It's just a bunch of artists in the room and they're not really supporting you. you know? Yeah. And then the people that they said they were gonna show up to judge and give you all this stuff, they had, maybe one would show up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But with your event, it was just organic, people showing love, you going there. Pay a little ten dollar cover, put it in the pot. If you win, boom, you took the pot. You know, and it was yeah. it was nothing nothing hidden. It wasn't no hoodwink. You know what I'm saying? Bait and switch, none of that. So mm-hmm. I could appreciate you and your events for that, man, because it was a breath of fresh air when people were just taking advantage. I'm talking that went on for what about two years, maybe three. Yeah, they were out. Yeah, yeah, hey. they they were getting. And I'm, I ain't gonna front though. I ain't gonna lie to you. You know I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I do. I there were times where I, I would regret that I you know I cared so much because during that though that time I got evicted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I've been evicted. I lost my car. I like you know what I'm saying it was just it was a lot because I didn't know how to see people that I cared about and I wanted to see succeed. I didn't know how to ask them, Hey, could you pitch in a little something to make this event happen? Cause you know, I do got to rent the club, pay the DJ, pay get the flyers and all that stuff. So, you know, um, now it has definitely changed how I do business, but I still have integrity. So, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I'll never be somewhere trying to, to get over on people, yeah. but I, I did have to, put me in the equation because for so long I didn't care what happened to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? I didn't care that I walked out of there with less than what I came in. <laughs> hey. How am I, <laughs> you know, even with a full house, you know, but in my mind I was, Oh, but I just love them. And I know they got a new project and I know they got to pay for studio time. So I want to pay them this and pay, you know, so it's all good. Um, I, I, my, my network is stupid solid right now. So, you know, oh, I, man, you know, your network always I, been good. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? <laughs> nah, you, hey, everybody show you love. Everybody respects you. But the thing is, that's why they respect you though. Because mm. it's hard, because you never try to get over on people. You know what I'm saying? Even if they didn't know what you were going through for you giving so much and yeah. kind of taking from yourself. They didn't know what you were going through, but God rewards you for that. And that's why you're yeah. still here and you're still doing your thing. You hustling your incense and you hustling your, your jewelry hey. and your bags and all that. And I'm going to let you show some of that off in a minute too. But you know what yeah. I want you to do? What's that? I need a quick little poem. I need I need some spoken word. Uh, my cash app is at pretty. <laughs> 
<laughs> my cash app. Uh, now, um, I will do a little piece. This is just a real short piece. And um, I do this j- because of where we're at right now. You know, um, if you're just tuning in, we talked a lot about Detroit earlier. I am born and raised in Detroit. And with this, um, you know, pandemic and stuff that we're dealing with, um, Detroit has been hit really, really hard. We've been getting news now that, you know, they want to try try new drugs and stuff on, you know, patients in Detroit. Um, but Detroit, we've been dealing with that for, yeah, 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 yeah. They, um, you, oh, yeah, yeah. lab rats or something? Like- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, in real, in real life, this is what's happening. Um, but this is what we've been dealing with in Detroit for a very long time. Detroit is real proud people, and a lot of people always laugh, like, if you meet somebody from Detroit, they're going to tell you. But y'all have to understand that when, when um, if you saw the film Detroit, where they talk about where we had the race riots and stuff, um, you know, back in the day, Detroit ended up being super black. Like, when we grew up, yeah. I grew up in my class, it was 400 of us. And that was only my graduating class. So my, you know, school was pretty big. And I say it's probably two non-black students in my class. Um, so yeah, it was just us, you know, in Detroit and we were surrounded by all type of hate. Like we knew if you cross over this street and go into this city, you know, the police just sitting there or, you know, whenever we would have, football and basketball games, the type of, like, you know, we talked junk and stuff. We wanted our team to win, but the type of, of hatred that came from them, it was just different. So, so, you know, for us always been kind of like a Detroit versus everybody, although I hate that, um, that, that idea that is really how we came up. So uh, right now between them trying to use our city to uh, test out these new drugs and just know, um, you know, the, the water crisis and stuff, because it didn't just hit Flint. You know what I'm saying? There's plenty of cities in the Detroit and, and areas around and stuff where their water is bad, too. So um, I had this little piece and it's called The Drummer because, you know, for our people, it's always about us keeping our head up high and, you know, just marching to our drum beat and keep on moving. OK. All right. You- so it's real short, real simple. Uh- <laughs> Like the heartbeat racing at a steady pace, we beat our drum. And like a toddler's feet pace as they steadily race, we beat our drum. When the director signal that it's time to march on, we beat our drum. When we hear the flutes cry out, the trumpets blow and the trombones moan, we beat our drum. In the summer's heat, covered completely by the sun, we do not miss a beat, nor my folks hot as they beat their drum. And in the winter's frost, with no trace of the sun, our tempo is hardly lost. Yeah, we cold as we beat our drum. Whether it's morning's daylight and the whole world's watching, or it's the darkest hour of the night without a soul in sight, we beat our drum with our heads towards the sun. We beat our drum as we face the sun. We beat our drum to the day we see his son, the drummer. No. Thank you. No. Don't be a... Snap, snap, say no. Nah. Um, but that's why our people, y'all keep your heads up. Keep, you know, keep keep beating. I know it's it's tough. A lot of people, we're losing a lot of people and stuff right now. So um I send my condolences out to everyone and just know that you know we do, we do gotta we gotta do a little better for ourselves. So we gotta be eating better. You know, we gotta cut a lot of the dairy and cheese, especially my Detroit people. I've been talking to them a lot about that, like that cheese is hurting us right now. You know what I'm saying? All that mucus and stuff that it creates is yeah. very difficult for us to fight off any flu, any viruses and all that stuff when you got all that mucus in your body. So um, I know it's hard because we love us some chili fries with cheese <laughs> up in Detroit. That's what, Man. what, what old Dr. Seppi said. Yeah. Comes from all that mucus. That mucus, it'll do it. That's Yeah, it'll do it. Um, I had to I called myself being bad the other day. I had some little Oreo sandwich ice cream. <laughs> like, you know I'm just going to eat them all at one time so I can get all of the dairy that I do. Because, <laughs> you know what? God is good because I never liked dairy. Ever since my auntie, she told me, she said, when I was a baby, I used to be throwing milk bottles. She said, <laughs> I hated milk and all that stuff. Um, but, yeah, the other day I had to, I had to eat up all my little ice cream because I was like, after this, you know, I don't need anything that's going to uh, cause any harm to the body right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. They had you in there hiking up a whole bunch of phlegm. I know, man, man. That's why I got that. I got that garlic and ginger juice. I got that. I make that on the daily. Yeah, me too. We've been in here sipping, sipping. 
Yeah, for real. Got to. Hey, yeah. real quick, before we get into, I want you to, you know, be able to promote your, your jewelry and other stuff that you do. Real quick, because I like to give value to the end user, to whoever's watching. If someone is out there and they, they're thinking about getting into radio, like what's the easiest way to go about that? If they've surpassed college already and they don't have the opportunity to do college radio, what would be the easiest way for them to kind of get their feet wet in that? I would check whatever city you're in and see if they have independent commercial, um, independent non-commercial radio stations. Okay. Uh, those stations now they operate different. Some of them you just have to, you know, maybe pay like a yearly um, membership fee, mm. which is usually not much. A lot of them it's under a hundred dollars. Okay. Um, and then other ones you may have to pay for your sh- your show or either you know just get. Um, get sponsors, get underwriting for it. But I would totally recommend people, like I said, checking out your non-commercial um, stations okay. and your your AM stations because there's a lot of talk programs and stuff on AM stations. And a lot of these stations, they need, you know, they need help. They need people to come and help with production. Um, and the thing is, a lot of times when people are interested in radio, they think they're like, okay, yeah, this is something I want to do. So I'm going to go and then in a week, I'm going to have my show. <laughs> right. You know, this is really how a lot of people think, you know, and you have to keep in mind because I tell people this all the time. Like there are a few times, few people like yourself, you know, that when they come down, it's like, yeah, I don't put them through a long strenuous life. (laughs) Um, Hey, you got to get to know this because, you know, when when it's given to them people that easy, they don't understand how big it is. Like, you know, you're asking to go on somebody's broadcast whereas you could say something that could get this small station fine yep. and they don't have the money to pay that fine and that station is gone yeah you know what i'm saying so do your due diligence like if you're really interested in radio learn mm-hmm. about radio learn what you can can't say mm-hmm. um you know practice do all that stuff but go in there looking to as minister server would say big shout out to him looking to serve looking to give looking to see what you can do to help make that show bigger or help make that station bigger. And, um, and then, you know, it'll all work out for you, but, but I would, I would definitely check with your non-commercial radio stations and all of the, those are all of the, you know, your 88 point this up to like your 90, I think it's 91.5, something like that. But, um, yeah, just do that. Okay. So, mm-hmm. so oh, sorry, so, one other thing. Huh? Well, I'm sorry. One other thing. Okay. Also, your internet station. You know, yeah. check check with your internet shows. People producing shows um, online because they are you learn just as much, and a lot of times you have a, a bigger audience and stuff. So you know, look for people that's doing it so that you can go and learn from them, and then you know, do your thing. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I'll be on a um, on an internet station tomorrow. Actually, Please. thirty. I'll be on there. Y'all check me out. I got to look up the show name. I, I forgot. <laughs> hold on, hold on now. Hold on. It's called, See how they do you. Hold on. No. Uh, so I'm looking it up, though. Let's get it all out with Chica Simone I know that's right. and Dan Dieter, I think his name is. I'll be on there at 1030. It's on X-Squad Online Radio. So y'all go download the app, the Spreacher. It's the Spreacher app, the podcast app. Download that and find Let's Get It All Out. Yes. I like that. I like that. <laughs> so I'll be, I like they'll be that. interviewing me. I'll be kicking it with them for like an hour, you know, talking good stuff. So yeah, it'll be my turn to get interviewed. So that'll be cool. It'll be fun. So shout out. I know. That, like, this is fun. I never get a chance to get interviewed like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's cool. And look, I'm going to be doing like a year in wrap up. So you'll probably be one of the people I'll call back on. It's kind of, you know. Probably. I'll call you back on, woman. I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta have you back on. You gave me my shot. You gave me my shot. You I'm confused. You probably. All this. Probably. <laughs> Ain't, that a, <laughs> Ain't that a B? My bad. I'll have you back on, Dia. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> all right. So listen, before we wrap it up, I gotta cover two more things. I want you to show off your jewelry. Okay. Sell it. Sell it. Sell it. And then just tell me your um your involvement in Dilla Day and the A real quick. Oh, 
Okay. Okay. So real quick, um, as I get my jury ready, I, as you know, I just did a poem. I am a, a poet. And I got to give a huge shout out to um, a collective that I am a part of. It's called Adam's Rib, and it was started by Georgia Me. If you're familiar with Georgia Me, y'all already know what time it is. Um, but amazing sisters that um, came together. We're all poets and stuff, and we just, you know, we do shows, but we also support our community a lot. So big shout out to my Adam's Rib family. Um, okay. So some years ago, I um, I saw a cigar box that was turned into a purse and it just blew my mind. This was when I first moved down here. So this was about 15, 16 years ago. It had um, Marilyn Monroe on it. And um, I thought that was cute and stuff, but you know me having having a degree in African studies. I was like, what if it had holiday on it? Or what if it had Dorothy Dandridge on it? You know? Uh, so I, my first one, I put Billy Holiday on it and it blew my mind how many people didn't know who Billy Holiday was. Right. I'm like, like what is going on? You know what I'm saying? Of all people I just knew, I said, Oh yeah, they'll know Billy Holiday. So um I began making them man. And when I started, you know, I was a little a little whack, <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> Uh, the idea was dope and everything, but, you know, I didn't know how to work with resin and everything. I was just doing like a varnish, uh, you know, cover on it and everything. But um, but I learned how to work with resin and, and um, now I do absolutely love them. So I um, take cigar boxes like this one right here. Let's check that thing out. So you see this cigar box? Just a plain old box. And I turn it into something like if you can see so oh, uh, i love nipsey hustle you know that and and it's funny because people always tell me well you'll probably really sell them if you put this person and that person i'm like if i put that person you got to pay it in advance because that's not somebody i like so <laughs> i only put people that i love on <laughs> um no because you know for me seriously it's important that we keep these names alive because we think that like oh because they were you know, popular here, they're going to be popular forever. Um, like a Michael Jackson or something who, you know, I love, um, you know, I'm like, if we don't continue showing their faces, people going to forget about them. Yeah. So this one I made for a friend, I don't know if y'all can see it well, yeah. but he said, he said, D, I want one with some, you know, with all of the strong men on it. So I got Malcolm and Marcus and Oh, that's and, Malcolm. Uh, that silhouette looked like Raphael Sadiq, girl. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, okay, that, okay. I see it now. But, All right. But I, I do them for men. So men, you can use them to put your, you know what I'm saying? Your jewelry in, your keys. You can have it at the front where you keep your keys and stuff. I do them for ladies as handbags. So this is like a little purse. with The Dorothy Dandridge. That's dope. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so you can use it pretty much for anything. And I tell ladies at nighttime, you see these edges, they're really, really sharp. So at nighttime or whenever, if somebody try to get you, you know, you can pop them right in it. <laughs> you can get them right in their eyes. mechanism. <laughs> and then I also do, um, I do earrings and stuff to match. So if you can see those. Yeah. Who's that? Prince up there? We got print. Yep. Prince. Yep. Yeah. And what I've been doing, though, lately is I've been doing a whole you can have them for free since we're all here and, and we're at home and bored. Um, I'm giving away everything for free. You just have to pay the shipping and handling and the shipping and handling varies depending on the style of the purse and all that stuff. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So if you visit my Instagram at Pretty Dope Dia. Um, pretty dope, and then Dia spelled D-I-A, like day, or either Detroit in Atlanta. Um, <laughs> you know, I have posted there, and you can see how you can um, can get some. I also have an Etsy shop, but all of that that the Etsy link is um, in my bio. Okay, cool, cool, and I'll put it in the description too. And okay, thank you so much right for now. that. And I do customize them. I customize them. So if you okay. have one that you want to put your mom or your children on, all you have to do is email me the pictures. And um, I do customize them. I can kind of put the picture in there with the box so it's not covering the whole cigar box, you know. Okay. Yeah, that's dope. What are the um, earrings made out of? Well, they're wood, but they're very lightweight. Okay. Because I don't play around with my hoop. Uh-uh. Okay. Mm -mm, you're not ripping mine up. Those saggy lobes split up like a booty. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. Mm -mm. So they're very lightweight. Okay. 
<laughs> cool. So um let's 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 wrap Dilla. up with Dilla Day. Yes, yes, yes. So real quick, um back in college. Wait, my... on, before you do that, y'all make sure mm-hmm. y'all go to Pretty Dope Dia on Instagram, DM her and get some of that product because it's good handmade quality jewelry and bags. Yes. She's been doing it for years. Yes. And please do. Please do, because as mentioned, we all, y'all heard all of the different things that I do. And y'all know the with what I do, we were um, pretty much uh, closed down first. So like all of our events and everything. So, you know, when all of this started happening, we had to cancel our, all of our events. And this is what I do for a living. So um, ask y'all please do support. And uh, I truly appreciate it. I do. I do. I do. Um, but yeah, so with Jay Dilla. Um, so back in college, my friend Mooch Greedy, who I talked about earlier, mm-hmm. she, um, you know, she was telling me like, yeah, you know, we got to meet these guys, Slum Village and stuff. And I, again, I'm putting them off. Oh, they born. And you know, talking all this stuff or whatever. Um, and we all met and didn't really follow up and all that stuff. So move forward. When I moved down here, um, the day Dilla passed, I, we were on air. And um, when I came in, one of my DJs, he was like, yeah, man, you know, JD died today. So I'm thinking he's talking about Jermaine Dupree. So I'm like, oh, oh. And then he was like, Jay Dilla. And I was like, uh, who? Now, mind you, oh, well. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I knew Slum Village, but I didn't know at that time. I didn't know their names individually. Okay. So he, he said that, and it was so funny because he, how disgusted he looked at me, let me know that like, hey, I need to get, I need to get on track. Yeah. So, um, so it was, it was crazy because uh, after that they had this Dilla changed my life, um, um, event, and when I went, I promise y'all, this is no, no bull. It felt like it felt like he was just in there flying through the room, like listening to his music. It was just, it was, it was magical. It was something, something different. So I was like, oh man, I got to get on this. Like I got to, I know I'm late coming to the party, but I got to get on this. So, um, so somebody introduced me to his uncle who was living here at the time. And, uh, he was telling me, yeah, you know, we're about Uncle Herm. (laughs) Big shout out to Uncle Herm and Junior, my dudes, all the family. So he was like, um, he is back in Detroit. He actually opened up a donut shop in Detroit. It's called Dilla. Yes, it's called Dilla's Delight. Um, he's currently here in Atlanta. And um, I actually just got off the phone with him. And we are, he's going to be making some donuts and stuff. He, well, he's going to be making some different treats and stuff while he's here. So if y'all would like to get some while he's in town, make sure y'all hit us up. But um, but yeah, so I met with Uncle Herm. He's telling me how he was about to do this walk and everything for Dilla. So I'm like, oh, I'm on board. Whatever y'all need, I'm there. Yeah. So we, you know what I'm saying? We got really close. And, um, and it was funny because my mom, my mama was tired of me, even though she raised us on volunteering and doing all this every extra stuff for the community. Mm-hmm. You know, while I was down here, she like, no, you need to stop doing all that volunteer stuff. You need to get a real job. <laughs> so so uh, I was telling her about the walk and she was fussing at me about the walk. But um, one, one night we were together. I was with Uncle Harm and he looked at me. He said, what side of town your family from? And I was like, the east side. So he just started naming all my aunties, my mama. He just started calling all my family name out and I'm like yo he said I've been looking at you like you look like you just look so familiar you look like some people that I know so I called my mom I'm like mom you know a Herman Hayes so she's screaming come to find out when my grandmother passed my grandmother passed my mama was like five or six years old mm-hmm. when she passed like our, their, our families were really really close and my uncle ended up living with um Uncle Herm and them family with Dilla's family for some time. So like our families were really close. So after that, it turned into like, oh no, we're family, you know. So oh, um, oh. so we just, you know, I went super hard and and it's just it's just been on since. So we did the first Dilla Day, um, ever in the world was here in Atlanta. We did a Dilla Day in the A, mm-hmm. and we had like. 30 to 40 artists perform one night. It was off the hook. Wow, okay. Yeah, we had a lot of artists perform. But now um, we're actually, um, 
we just got started with the Dilla Foundation, the Atlanta chapter um, here in the city. So um, big shout out to Stash Madison. We will be doing a lot of work, you know what I'm saying? Community work, a lot of stuff for the children, a lot of creative events, um, things for the adults, for those into the arts and everything. But um, just make sure, you know, if y'all get a chance to follow, you know, the Jay Dilla Foundation, because um, Dilla, was, Dilla was, in my opinion, one of especially for our generation. If in, in our generation, he is Detroit's the best thing to come out of Detroit. Um Eminem, you cool, we love you, whatever. Um, but when it comes to what Detroit is, you know what I'm saying? Like Jay Dilla was a genius. He was so brilliant. So um for me it's just important that as a Detroiter I put on for him. You know? Yeah. That's good mm-hmm. man. Y'all doing some good stuff. I remember I went out to one of the walks. That was years ago. Oh. <laughs> years ago but i went out to one of the walks i remember that had the shirts and all that we walked through the park yeah yeah, yeah. Good, times. good times man it's been so long i know i know i know it's... still got it though still, still got it still, still got it <laughs> god is good <laughs> <laughs> yes 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 man i thank you for having me i truly appreciate it oh, i truly no doubt no doubt you know i had to have you man Thank you, bro. I don't even know. Like, I don't know what took me so long. I should have had you like one of the first ones, honestly. I don't know either. It's all good. You had to you had to work out your look. I you know, out kinks. Yeah, man. I done went through light <laughs> issues, sound issues, cutting <laughs> off. I'm starting to show off wrong. Listen, man. Right. <laughs> my days, but you know, it's a, it's you know, we working. <laughs> proud of you, proud of you. Yeah, Love seeing I you, man. I'm, I'm trying to give you, not trying, I, I aim to get me a talk show. Like, that's what I really want to do with this. Like, I this is what I'm building to, up to. Like, I want a talk show like a Steve Harvey or, you know what I mean? Because I want to help people. And like, for this show, it's just basically like, I bring people on who are in between. You know, it's like you start your journey, but you're on your journey. You know, from the beginning, I want you to be able to kind of tell people the pitfalls of what you, you know, the pitfalls of what the, the, uh, the path you've taken, what you're doing, how you're doing it. Um, just give people tips, man, because there's a lot of people out here that don't know what they need to know. And then you got a lot of gatekeepers that don't want to tell them what they need to know. So (laughs) that's what I'm here for. I just try to pull things out of people. You know, I appreciate you being transparent other people coming on here being transparent because Whoever watches this, if they're interested in radio, now they can really kind of see from the inside looking out and they have options. They, they'll know that it's not yeah. commercial radio that is out there for you. Like you can have your success and do what you love to do if you really just love pouring into mm-hmm. people. Now, if you're chasing the check and you want the fame, like a lot of people do, yeah. then, you know, maybe commercial is for you. And there's nothing wrong with that. If that's what you want to do, cool. But if you're really about the people and you really want to play good music, good inspiring music, encouraging music, you know, and pouring back in, then, hey, what you're doing is probably what they need to be doing. Yeah. You know? Yep. So, yeah, man, I appreciate you coming on, taking the time out, you know. I know it'll be a good conversation because your personality and, and your knowledge <laughs> and everything we you're doing, man. So, yeah, keep going. And you are you still doing um any open mics right now? Yeah, well, I... um. Kind of. Well, okay. So right now we're working out the kinks um, on doing an online version of the Apollo style one. The it's showtime. So we'll be doing that really, really soon. We'll be announcing that Um, I did join Dreads the Beatnik with the um, well for they quarterly do a show called Play My Ish. And it's something where artists can come get their music played. You know, um, the crowd picks the favorite song. And so I'm I just joined them with that. Um, But right now I've been focusing a little bit more on doing kind of like your tiny desk type thing. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we'll be featuring more artists, uh, putting them in intimate spaces and allowing them to kind of just really kick back, get interviewed, uh, perform and all that stuff. So, yeah. So all of that will be, you know, it's on my um, Instagram and we'll. We'll keep y'all posted on all that. So it's kind of like an unplugged type of thing. Not the yep. same thing, but yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Everything's going digital, man. And it makes it easier for people. You got to be out in the streets, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's what I got tired of, man. I ain't going to lie to you. It, <laughs> yeah, guy was tugging at my soul, you know? 
It's yeah. for me no more. And I fought it and I fought it and I fought it and I fought it. And then I was like, I can't quit. I can't give up. But <laughs> you got to be wise. You know, you got to be wiser and just know it's not for you anymore. Yeah. That's- and you know what? When all of this, when when outside is back open to us, like when we can go back outside, <laughs> you know, outside. I think it's right. It's going to be important that we do um, still be safe. So, yeah. um, what we're doing is trying to make sure that we create events where it's not about how many people we want to make sure that we still can kind of create social distance between folks. Like I do paint, we do paint parties, yeah. the sipping stuff. So, you know, so that's where my focus is now, like not trying to make sure that we have a whole bunch of people, but that we have those that's really, that really want to be where, you know, where they're at. Yeah. And, um, and just provide something of quality of substance and stuff for them. I keep telling people, man, it's a silver lining with all this. This is going. This this has changed the world already, and it's going to change the world oh, yeah. for the better. I think. I think a lot of people are getting creative on how to do things differently, how to reach people differently. You know, you go on Instagram right now. Everybody's on live right now, and I don't think that's going to stop now. You know, yeah. Man? Like I never saw live lit up so much as it is right now because nobody has anything to do. So and yeah. they want to reach their fans. They still want to touch people. You got people still making money off Zoom, doing classes. The mm-hmm. Life goes on and you got to figure it out. You can't just, uh, you know, and yeah. give up. Life goes on. So I think it's just forcing people to be more creative from a business standpoint and just a lifestyle standpoint. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably teaching people who felt like they needed a crowd around them all the time that they really don't. Yeah. Hope they take that message. You know what I mean? <laughs> like for real, like. Some people just feel like they're missing out on, they feel like, you got people out here that always feel like they're missing out on something. So they got to be part of the crowd. They got to be part of the in crowd. They got to be at the party. And it's, I hope that they can take this time and reflect and say, man, you know what? I'm okay with being by myself. And I'm not saying don't go out and have a good time, but you don't have to always surround yourself with people, you know? Yeah. And, and it's funny because I love, I love y'all. I love people, but this is what I love to do most anyway. I love at home at home creating and stuff. Yeah. Like, man, so now I can do this and don't be looked at as lazy. Right. <laughs> like, right. Right. Man, I've been waiting to be able to just sit down for some time. I'm you know, only thing that I wish wasn't happening was that people weren't, you know, losing lives yeah. and stuff the way that they are. But other than that, shoot, I'm Gucci. Yeah, for real. I, I am Gucci. We, Cause I, you know, creatives, man, we can sit in the house for weeks, and as long yeah. as we're able to have some quiet time and create, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I know I'm, I'm good. good. <laughs> Cause I'm gonna keep myself busy. I'm yeah. not gonna be bored, but I'm gonna be relaxed. I'm gonna be chill, have my chill time. You know what I mean? And have my tea. Hey, right. And sip on that tea. <laughs> even, it's so fun. Let me show y'all this real quick before y'all go. So I pulled this out today to drink my water in, cause I say. You know, I just want to feel like I'm at a party a little bit. So I've been drinking my water out of my margarita glasses today. <laughs> so I recommend that for everybody too. Please drink y'all water. Please be drinking. Please drink your water. I'm talking drink, drink, drink. That's why everybody's teasing folks about buying tissue. Like if you're drinking the water that you're supposed to, you should have a lot of tissue in the house because you're going to have to go a lot. Yeah. So, um, yeah, get you a cute glass. Last week I had I was putting my water in my um in my 40 that I had finished. <laughs> I had cleaned out my 40. I cleaned out my bottle and was putting my water in there so that I could drink it so I could feel like I was being bad. <laughs> <laughs> For real, just get that water in y'all system. Put you some lemon, some lime, all that stuff in it to make it good. Just you know, make sure y'all getting that water. Make sure y'all drinking your water right now. Yeah got to this is the best time to just kind of like revamp everything get yourself mm-hmm. right man get yourself right i know me man they didn't close the gym down and i hate working out at home so i haven't had motivation to do that but i still feel good <laughs> though you know what i mean i'm getting rest i'm relaxed mm-hmm. yeah, so that's all good that's what's up sister soul sister soul <laughs> yes <laughs> thank you again Uh, so much no problem no problem man and y'all be on the lookout for her her uh, merchandise check her out check out her any type of event she's doing or open mics or the the uh the mtv unplugged type of thing like just follow her man she got a a million things going on hey real quick too shout out your all your radio crew man you didn't say the name 
Oh, I'm sorry. Big shout out to Hollywood Kid. Um, he's ATL Hollywood Kid on Instagram. Shout out to him. That is my producer slash co-host. And then, you know, our DJ squad. So everybody from the Ear Doctor, um, you know, well, Ear Doctor is our main DJ. So big shout out to him. We're always looking for other DJs and stuff as well. So if you're a DJ and you have clean music, um, please contact us. I'm always looking for people that's interested in doing segments. So if you have a good segment, um, please let us know about that. Uh, yeah. And then, oh, I'm sorry. And then real quick before I go. So this year I turned 40. Look at I know y'all thought I was a little older, but I ain't. Look at you. Um, I, thought you still, I thought you were about 31. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Cheers, brother. <laughs> no, but seriously. So I turned 40 this year and it's not until December, but I'm really excited because I am finishing up my book. My book is um, a combination of my poems, some of my posts, and then some of my favorite quotes. And then I um, transcribe some of my favorite interviews. So it's going to be a real fun, deep, um, just short stories, just, you know, pretty, a, a, a nice, I, I'm excited about this book. I've been, you know, working on it for years now. So um, in December for my birthday, I am doing a really big party slash book release and all that. So um, I know it's not until December. It's going to be the first week of December, but I want y'all to get ready. I'm doing a few. Every year I do like my fab five. Mm -hmm. I remember. Uh huh. So one of them is going to be something where we taking it back to, you know, in Detroit. We A lot of times people do like the Harlem Renaissance things. Detroit had um, an area called Black Bottom, which was like our Harlem Renaissance. So we're going to do like a Black Bottom. So I need y'all to get y'all 20s gear, 40s gear and all that stuff. Get ready, get fly. Uh, so we're going to do a couple different themed uh, parties, but I really want y'all to be at my um, book release. So Ooh, yeah. I'm going to be oh. talking about it. Yeah, I'm talking about it a whole lot. Uh, so, yeah, get ready. Matter of fact, cool card. I'm going to have to have you in there doing some uh, red carpet interviews. You know what we I'm saying? You can do it. Sign me yeah. up. Sign me up. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So, I just wanted to put that out there because uh, for those that need to book their ticket now and get these cheap flights, book your ticket now. <laughs> First week in December. <laughs> right, you can get one for $22 right now. Round trip. Yeah. Round trip, Shawty. <laughs> for real. Jeez. Yeah. For real. All right, girl. Yep. Okay. It's been real. Thank y'all. Thank you for coming on. Thank we appreciate you. Y'all make sure you go check her out. Pretty dope deal on Instagram. What you what are you on Facebook? Pretty dope deal on Instagram. <laughs> well, y'all Facebook, I'll be talking. Huh? Facebook, I talk a little too much junk. You know what I'm saying? I talk yeah, a little too much. Y'all keep it. Everybody's on Instagram anyway. Pretty dope deal on Instagram. Y'all make sure y'all go check her out. Follow her. Support everything she's doing. Hey, if you got something good out the show, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. Come through. Share it. Um, you guys tune back in every Tuesday. I am here at 10 p.m. I have another guest and I'll be giving you some value. They'll be giving you some value, dropping that free game on you. So, hey, if you liked it, share it. Thumbs up. Subscribe. Do what you like. But I appreciate you tuning in. Deal. Appreciate you, girl. It's always good. Love you, man. <laughs> See y'all. Take care of yourself. Yes, yes, yes. All right. And we out.